see these people online and you see these brands and you you start to build a caricature of this person and yeah. you you somehow get in your mind that this person is perfect and they yeah. got all the answers but yeah. the reality of the situation is they trying to figure it out just like you bro absolutely <laughs> Welcome to Harley Initiated, where real men talk real shit. Brought to you by yours truly, Tyshawn Jackson, and my boy, Dr. Ketch. What's up? Hey, listen, y'all. This is the second episode. Exciting. The second episode where we got a, where we got a very impressive, a very impressive, all right, person that's coming up here to talk it up and chop it up with y'all here today. Only strong men. Only strong men. And we got one of the strongest, y'all. I'm talking about this guy here. This is the founder of one of the hottest brands right now in Atlanta, the Humble Hustler, the Humble Hustler <laughs> brand. And then, not just that, the man also is in philanthropy right now, also the founder of the Humble Hustler Foundation, and then one of the, just the best branding minds that I know, my boy, Zoe. Welcome to the show, brother. My guy. What's good, bro? I appreciate you, man. Man, listen, see, Zoe, the thing about Zoe is... <laughs> I knew of Zoe before I even knew Zoe. Oh, yeah. He, strong what? brand. Strong Explain brand. There, bro. I want to hear this. So I knew of Zoe before I knew who Zoe was. Mm, okay. And see, that's what a strong brand does. Okay. You it precedes, precedes the individual that is represented. It, it precedes right. the individual. So when I met him, I actually met Zoe at the gathering spot. Right. I met him at the gathering spot. And shout out to the gathering spot, too, by the way. Hey, shouts out to the gathering spot. Shout out to the gathering spot. young black men together. I had some drinks in my system. My boy came up, high energy. I said, God damn, wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was dope, bro. And, and, and I knew I wanted to meet her. I was actually yeah. in the middle of talking to a chick. I just swerved after I saw her. Like, <laughs> like, I saw a better looking chick. I was like, shh. <laughs> you, you know, so. It, Got and, a curve it's been, you, and you know when you meet, you, you, you get that good energy from yeah, somebody facts. early. Yeah, and and it's, it's been love ever since, you know. And and now I, we about to actually go into depth a little bit, because you know brand is something that we we working on right now. Ryan could could tell you a little bit. This is some shit we actually struggling with. Yeah, man, mm -hmm. this was a a, a need based decision, you know. Okay. So you know, as a, you know, we getting new into social media, new into the the branding, and uh, we like, man, who can we get onto the show to put mm -hmm. us on some game? Mm -hmm. And uh, personally, you know, I've been more observant and reflective of my own brand. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I, I couldn't think of anybody better than half, man. So we appreciate you joining nah, us. I appreciate y'all, man. And for transparency, y'all brand, like, it's popping. Like, I think I told you, man, like, every day on Instagram, I see y'all. Y'all playing tennis in the office. Yep. Y'all walking the belt line. <laughs> like, y'all got staff. I'm like, shit, I need to get my shit together. You know what I'm saying? So, see, see, the problem, though, with our brand is that nobody really knows what the fuck we got going on. Right. Mm. It's ambiguous. It's very yeah. ambiguous. It's very confusing. Like, my name on Instagram is Real Tyshawn Jackson, right? Mm -hmm. And... People like, oh, you are you a realtor, realty, Sean Jackson? <laughs> you know, and I'm and I'm like, damn, I didn't even realize. Like, even my name is confusing. Like, everything about us, you know, causes actually, you know, causes more confusion than it does clarity. Mm. And that's the thing about a brand. I don't I don't think a great brand, anything about it is really confusing, right? At all, right? It's it's some clarity to it, and that's why I kind of want to go into your story a little bit, like. Yeah. Cause we we all rocking. And by the way, yo, these are some comfortable ass <laughs> shirts. Yo, exactly. Yeah. The quality yo. I take. 
Yeah, the quality is amazing, bro. Listen, I might rock these for the next few episodes. You know, hey man, let's make it happen. Just send me the clip so I can post it. Yeah, yeah, I'm dead serious, man. It's like it's 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 premium cotton. Yeah, like it's wrapping it's wrapping around me. I don't I don't. I mean, do y'all see my my curves in this right now? Like, it's it's the shirt. It's the shirt. Yeah, I think I think you like the third the third swallows on the on the stage right now. Hey, look, just to be clear, guys, me and Ryan are wearing the same size shirt. Don't I know that shit is like a long. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen, listen, listen. More, more than the the quality of the shirt, man. Yeah. It's really what the shirt represents. So I was right. very excited to throw this on, man. So tell us more about you know what the brand represents. Yeah, man. So humble hustle is all things like highlighting the efforts in hustling. You know, we focus strictly on helping young men in high school develop a business. But for transparency, bro, we just our goal is to connect entrepreneurs and innovators together and just create programming where they can just really, really shine. Uh, like just backstory, the uh, the reason why we removed the E because the E stands for effort, and I feel like mm-hmm. in entrepreneurship and business, just hustling in general, like when you're reaching goals, people don't see that daily effort that you're putting in. They just see like the end result. And I'm glad you you, you said that too because I was yeah. kind of confused at first about why the E's was, yeah. was missing. I'm like, my, yeah, my, my boy can't spell very good. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> that Alabama yeah. education, right. Alabama. No, exactly. Because I, I strategically wanted to have like a basic font logo. And I wanted to have something to stand out. So it's like a walking billboard. So when you see it, you automatically know what that brand is and what it does. Like, because I think I read the book from the founder of Nike, you know, just do it. They have the check mark. And like they plastered that in everybody's head for years before they introduced something different. And so now when you see that Nike logo, you automatically think high energy, just do it, whatever they brand mission and they stand for. So that's kind of like my mindset when I kind of build brands and like, my strategy, like, from start to finish. So, yeah. I like that. And it sounds like you have almost weaponized your brand because you're using mm-hmm. it to infiltrate entrepreneurship. Yeah, no, exactly. Because I'm a self-taught, like, entre- businessman. Like, I didn't go to school for business, you know. So my background was more so PR and entertainment. So I basically learned the process, like, really, really applying the pressure. And when I realized it was easy, I'm like, I have to help the next generation. Because if all you need to do is get an LLC – take it to Chase Business Bank, open up a free checking account, you know, get you an EIN number and just start establishing revenue, like building, like doing great business, like opportunities will start presenting itself. So that's hey, a, that's a, a hand point. clap on that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Shit, I went to school for business and I'm still a self-taught business person. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. So that's the yeah. thing about it. Like, I don't even think you can learn this shit in school. Like there's no classroom yeah. built for this. Like th- there's skills in this game mm-hmm. that you just got to learn by getting in it. Yeah. And like you, I'm going to be honest, man, I'm, I, even when I look on Instagram or even see just people in general in the crowds that I'm moving towards, I'm starting to see your brand more and more. No, that's love, man, because like I said, it means a lot because, you know, when you're locked in from the behind the scenes, like from my, my lens, I feel like I'm not applying enough pressure, you know. But when I come in contact with people like you and you telling me stuff like that, it does mean a lot. So nah, you're good. not applying enough pressure, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. Right. Exactly. It's always more pressure to apply for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I think that's another thing about being, you know, some a person who really embodies growth. There's always this slight level of dissatisfaction. Mm-hmm. Inspirational dissatisfaction. Inspira- there's always this edge of like, damn, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself, but yeah. I need to be doing a little bit more. Yeah. No. And you got to balance that shit, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got to balance it because you, you can't 
you know, go too far, you know, uh, polarizing on either end because that yeah. shit becomes unhealthy. Yeah. But I, I think that's a, that's a good thing that you're feeling like you got to, you know, apply that pressure. And I know because the brand is growing now, especially amongst, you know, my peers and even what I'm seeing, I know mm-hmm. this is the brand, I'm sure that is influencing mm-hmm. your social life. No, absolutely. This brand that you've built. Talk talk to me a bit a bit about how, like, you know, building these brands, how that actually changes your, uh, or effects and just general your yeah. social life? Man, like, so when I used to go out, I didn't really have an identity. So people would see me as, like, this real tall guy. You know, we know you do something. We don't know what you do, you know? Mm. And I'm working with different companies, and I'm working with, like, different brands, and I'm pitching concepts, and they shutting it down. You know, somebody else taking your credit for the work you put in behind the scenes. And so I'm like, okay, tw- 2017, I'm going to just develop my own brand. And I'm gonna bring out any ideas in my head to life, you know, and I'm gonna put it on a t-shirt. I'm gonna do it like a networking event. I'm gonna do it through a commercial or a visual. And from there, when I'm going out, people starting to see, oh, you the dude from Humble Hustler. You the guy who did the thing with DTLR or Nike or whatever, you know? And so from there, I feel like now I have an identity. People know me as Humble Hustler versus before when I go out, like I see him at the events. I don't know what he do, but he seemed pretty cool, you know? So it's helped me a lot. So do you find people, are, are they giving you favor now? Is oh, absolutely, man. Like, yeah, because again, before it was more so me having to prove myself to people, like what I do versus you coming to me, you already seen some of my work. So it's kind of like eliminating the resume part and let's cut to the chase of how we can work together now. That makes a lot of sense, man. And, yeah. and, and I know you mentioned you've been getting it since 2017 because I didn't know that. Yeah, 2017, man. Like 27, I would say 2018 was like, the worst year for me, but it started in 2017. And I see, I see a lot of a lot of young people wanting mm-hmm. to, you know, start doing the post online, you know, and mm-hmm. the consistency is, is a big aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So give us some insight from 2017 to now. Like, what is what is the main thing you think that contributed to the to the uh, the growth of your brand? Uh, man, alignment. Because um, you know, with the algorithm, everything is so messed up on social media. Where you can see somebody in the gym. Then the next post, you can see somebody like eating something that looks good as fuck, you know. <laughs> and then the next post, you see somebody in church. Then you know it's like a lot of shit going on. So like for me, even with my stories, I mute so many different people that I follow because I don't want to see that and get sidetracked. Even chicks, you know what I'm saying, or whatever you're into. Like I don't see any of that on my story. All of my focus is people that I want to either work with, people I worked with before, or people I'm inspired by. So it allows me to stay focused. It keeps my creativity flowing. And then from there, I can just continue to just keep growing on the right track. Okay, so we need to get the cameras because from what I'm hearing, I want to look at his Explore page because he says, I'm not going to see not one ass. <laughs> oh, none of that, oh, bro. <laughs> none of that. <laughs> we, we just had, yeah. like, no, so no, no shit, bro. We yeah. just had a come Friday Facts. morning. Friday morning, yeah. we had a conversation about that. And I'm telling Tom, like, man, you know, I've been, you know, the women, it's like as soon as I pull up my yeah. Instagram, my Explore page, it's like not lit- not one block of yeah. not women. And I, I had to really accept the role that that was playing in my, in my psyche. Yeah. So I told Ty, I said, look, it's been one at a time. You know, I'm just going through it. Anytime I see a woman on my timeline, just taking them off. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I feel in brand building, you have to make some form of sacrifice. You know, some people call it the Illuminati or whatever, but, like, I, you have to make some <laughs> form of sacrifice where, like, you really have to dedicate yourself to this. You know, right. otherwise, you're going to be that same person the next year. And you're going to be hating on everybody else that kind of like surpass you or you're going to start bringing up shit that they used to do in the back to kind of like devalue themselves. You know what I'm saying? But it's a sacrifice you got to make. And it's uncomfortable because you're tapping into like a different person that 
you're kind of like foreign to, you didn't know existed. Mm. But in the long run, you'll see like all that shit paid off. It is, man. And, and that's yeah. the thing, to hit these different levels, it's, that's the beauty of life. And I'm learning yeah. this, man. This shit is a game you cannot beat. Yeah. yeah. And oh, like, yeah, absolutely. It's like you get to a different level and you realize, damn, like it's another level of discipline. Yeah. That I now have to conquer. It's like another, it's like another boss. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> at the end of the game yeah. that you got to beat now. Yeah. And you know it, it it's like Squid Games. I don't know if y'all seen that. Like on I, I yeah, seen every, that bro, shit. That's everybody crazy seen right now. Squid it's like game at this every point. level is something else is different. You're like, what the fuck? Like I just completed this shit. Mm. Now I got to do something completely opposite. You know? Yeah. And I mean, I feel that's good problems because to me, that's where growth is. You know what I'm saying? When you're in new rooms and you're having different conversations with people that you've never had before, like that lets me know that. I'm tapping into my season of alignment and I'm growing. Like, so the people yeah. I normally would talk to about popping bottles, this chick look good, this person look good, or somebody I'm talking to about traveling, let's go to brunch, let's go buy this foreign car or whatever. Like, we're not having these kind of conversations no more because that's not a part of my brand building, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm having conversations with people about opportunities, investments, and different things that's going to expand the brand beyond from where it's at right now. And you a full-time entrepreneur right now. Full-time entrepreneur. So... I, I kind of want to get into that a bit because, you know, the, for those of you who just tuning in, by the way, to the show, okay, this show is all centered around personal growth and the three pillars of areas, right? We're talking about wealth, women, and wellness, right, as it relates to male personal uh, growth and development. And I truly do believe, man, I, this might be a bold statement, but I truly do believe that to hit like this ultimate ascension, I think running and controlling how you bring in income mm -hmm. is like a part of a man leveling up mm -hmm. and taking con to take control of your finances in a way where now you are no longer dependent mm -hmm. and you are self-sufficient in this way. I think that is a, a like a form or a path, a process in the ascension. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I say do it by any means. Right now, of course, boy, you have to do it. That boy long-winded, boy. I'm like, hold on, bro. We're <laughs> <laughs> going with this. Now, you need to stay with me. Yeah. You need to stay with me. Right. Because check it. We did this shit arguably at a time when people would say we wasn't ready. Okay. okay. Because okay. I didn't All have right. a certain amount of money saved up in my account. I didn't, you know, have a master's degree in business. Mm -hmm. Right? I didn't have a lot of these prerequisites that people say you need to have before you jump off the porch. Mm -hmm. So uh, you also somebody from, you know, me just kind of getting the idea, somebody hopped in this shit with yeah. no money. Yeah, absolutely. So- Speak to that a little bit because I really want to, you know, people to understand what, what you know, what, what what's that like? Yeah, man, it's really just betting on yourself, you know, and it kind of goes back to like those sacrifices you have to make because when you have that consistent check coming in, you already can complain the week, you know, versus when you don't know exactly how much the, you know you're gonna make that week, you're gonna have to make some adjustments in your spending. So for me, it's more so like a different mindset, and then also making sure your circle is. For, not necessarily for entrepreneurs, but they're on that same wavelength because they can present opportunities to you as well. Like even earlier, I was talking to um, one of the people in the production today. He was talking about they have like pop-up shops so they work with different vendors here, I think, in, on October 30th. In my head, I'm like, oh, shit, I need to be there because I may make two or $300. And, you know, that's another stream of income that I, I didn't even know existed. So, you know, just surrounding yourself around those like-minded peoples that's going to, like, present those unexpected opportunities for you. But then also understand that because you don't have a consistent check coming in, your spending habits have to change, too, as well. And that's the most uncomfortable part, bro. 
And mm. I, I like that, too. And it, it sounds like you're coming from a place of courage because you, yeah. you talked about, you know, saying no to certain people and no yeah. to certain conversations. Yeah. You talk about jumping into a business with, you know, little to no income or, or support. Mm -hmm. And then you talked about, um, what, what, what was it that you mentioned? Uh, help me out. It, it, you just said it a few moments ago. It was presenting yourself to an audience. Mm -hmm. Those three things, I think, take a bunch of courage. So, like, where, where does that come from? Man, I think because I'm so, uh, my brand is like who I am. So, you know, my brand is something that I can relate to, like the backstory and everything. So when I'm talking about my brand and when I'm like working with the youth with the Hustle Print program, like it don't necessarily feel like work to me, you know? So it feels like anytime I'm having a conversation, I'm not thinking about what I'm saying. It's just coming out, you know? Now, if you receive it, that's amazing. If you don't, that's fine. Either way, I can't really, you know, I'm just who I am, so... Uh, yeah. Now, do you find that most people, because I'm sure you, you amongst other influencers as well, people with personal brands, mm -hmm. do you find those people to be as congruent with online versus offline? Yeah and no, because sometimes, you know, especially in the thing called entertainment, when mm -hmm. people realize like they have a lane that they can monetize and grow in, sometimes when they're by themselves is where they really, the person they really are. You know, that's right, why you see right. so many like, crazy scandals, you know what I'm saying? You see somebody like a, a sex tape leak or you see some crazy shit going right, on. Right. Like, and you're like, hold on, you a pastor. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, right. So sometimes people aren't really the brand they represent. It's just a great way to make money. Um, but my circle, you know, from my experience, you know, they are who they say they are online and in person. Only real ones in the circle. Hey, bro. How do you feel all. about that? How do you feel about, like, do you feel like it's wrong? Because that's the fake it till you make it concept, mm -hmm. right? Do you feel like it's wrong for somebody who's building a brand to, like, have some bullshit associated with it or some untruths mm -hmm. to be able to gain the attention, you know, to monetize it? I mean, is, is, is that like some moral, you yeah. know, to um, talk to me about that. Yeah, so I don't have a feeling because <laughs> mm. I feel like if I have a feeling and I voice that a feeling, that how I feel, then I'm throwing myself off on my journey, you know? Like, if you do something I don't really rock with, I don't care because it's not affecting me, you know? Um, and, again, you can't predict the future because if you voice your feelings about somebody that you don't like, like, for an example, let's say, like, the Lil Nas X guy, right? Like, he's doing a lot of controversial shit going on right now. Very controversial Very, right now. you know, and a lot of people are voicing their feelings about him and all that kind of stuff. Four or five years later from now, you know, you may be down and out on your last opportunity, and he may, you know, present a position for you, you know. That can really change your life. But if he go to your timeline, and he go to your tweets, your Instagram, and he see how you was talking shit about him, now you kind of fucked up the bag. Mm. So for me, like, if I don't agree with what people do, uh, or whatever, however they get their money, I don't associate myself with it. I don't concern myself with it either. It's so, not your job to uh, set everybody job. straight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, you might talk shit about him, and he might actually invite you to be one of them dancers in the background of the video. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, hell no. See, yeah. Some things you got to say no to. You know what I'm saying? You got to respect people for right. what they do, but you got to say no to respect it. Respect yourself, brother, I pray for bro. you. You know, keep moving. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm curious about that because, you know, you just mentioned about, you know, publishing potentially something that somebody goes back and checks yeah. out and, and, you know, they may not be fond of. It so, happens all the time, man. So how do you determine what's off limits for what you publish online? Um... How do I determine what's off limits? What I don't do anything that doesn't really relate to me as a person or me as a brand. Because, again, like Humble Hustler is not only like a company of mine, but it's also a personal brand of mine, too. So it's more so 
I just make, I don't never do anything that I don't really agree with. Like, I can't see myself working with somebody that has like some kind of egotistical brand, a platform or mindset, because I know we'll end up clashing. Mm. That's not who I am. So I just try to make sure to just keep both things separate and just like respect people for how they get their money and respect people for doing what they do. I just know it's just not me. I could tell, man, your, your brand is very mission based. Yeah. Yes. Your brand, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you. This is the first business mm-hmm. that we've taken on. And when I say business, I mean the business of this, this show. Mm-hmm. This is the first one that I would say has been mission based. Every mm. other one has been about the dollars. Yeah. And like we, we every tried. <laughs> single. And it's funny. We, we tried yeah. like, you know, we got, we got our real estate business. We like, yeah, so, you know, we doing this to help yeah. people sell their homes <laughs> you know, the most efficiently, yeah. Yeah. efficient way possible. No, that's a fucking lie. We lying. <laughs> you know, like we, we kept trying to like make it a mission. Yeah. But it, it wasn't. The only and mission was money. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Because again, like that's the beauty in life. It's so, everybody is different and unique. True, we can connect with each other. And you know, we have a lot of similarities, but we just have two different mindsets. Like for me, I'm not a money motivated kind of guy. I'm a guy that's motivated to become more valuable because I feel then the money will come and people will pay whatever you charge and you valuable. You know, I'm not like living in the moment. Like I'm from Grand Bay, Alabama, bro. Like population, I'll say like 900, close to a thousand people. So for me to like make, make it out, you know, go to an HBCU, move to Atlanta, moved here in 2014, and just to continue to evolve in life, like the sky's the limit. Like I started my brand in 2017. I haven't changed my logo since. And more opportunities continue to come because I'm focused on building a valuable brand versus the money, if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, man. Yeah. A lot but let me sense. know your thoughts, bro, because I'm always open to hear, like, different insights because he's looking at me like, man, shut yeah, the so fuck up. What the money? Fucking check, <laughs> no, the check is cool. The check. check is cool. Yeah. You know, and it, you, you got to know what the vision is for these different endeavors that yeah. you get involved in. Exactly. And this one was 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 really out the out the, the goodness of our hearts, I feel like. You know what yeah. I mean? Because we could have talked about anything. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we could have talked about what we, you know, business, which yeah. we solely are, you know, I mean, yeah. we are very much so experts in. But, you know, reaching out to men and speaking to men about, you know, women, wellness and wealth. I mean, we, we really felt like this was more so connected to, to what we yeah. want to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because majority of my my partners in business are like non-cultural companies like State Farm, you know, like Atlantic Capital Bank. Non-cultural. Um, you know. Non-cultural. You know, I, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, I like man. that one. So it's yeah. like, you know. I'm blowing this PR game yeah, over yeah, here, bro. Yeah, man. So it's like a lot of the people I like to partner with, they really can't identify with my brand and the people that represents it or wear it and support it, but they understand like, it has some type of movement behind it that we want to like be a part. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying. When you build something to become more valuable, you don't really focus on like the day-to-day small dollars that's coming in. You're trying to focus on those big checks that's coming in because that's going to pretty much cover the cost for everything else. So let me, let me ask you too, because going back to the fact that your business is very mission-based, not mm-hmm. even, because you got a few, like Humble Hustler has Legs to it. It has oh, aspects yeah, it has to it. Oh, yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. And, and <laughs> see, the thing about it is, ca- call me selfish. Yeah. yeah. Call me selfish because right now, I'm not in this philanthropy stage mm-hmm. of my life. Like, right now, 
I got I got my little brother, my little yeah. sister. I'm pouring into them. Yeah. Right. Other than that, I'm pouring this check in my pocket, <laughs> and anything else that is not congruent with the check in my pocket, mm-hmm. it's not a priority right now. Yeah. Now I don't plan on being on like this forever. Don't judge me. I do plan. I want this the entire second half of my life, yeah. if not more, to be completely given back. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm in this phase right now where I'm at the bottom and I'm scraping to get out of the damn barrel what I look like having crabs on my back helping them get out right <laughs> yeah. now so the thing about it is why did you prioritize like ph- philanthropy in this stage where you still very much in the come up now nah, I mean and that's the thing like I don't know to answer your question I don't know why it's just something that's natural for me you know like I'm not a cocky type of person as far as my personality like I am who I am you know so with me I'm just doing what comes natural for me and it's working like I'm building a, a large, you know, I'm connecting with so many people that I haven't come in contact with in person. So to me, I feel like I must be doing something right because I don't feel burnt out. I don't feel like I'm just doing it to make a check or whatever. And I don't like I feel like I'm just doing what I love and it doesn't feel like work and opportunities are presenting itself. And I'm not going to like shy away from it because I'm actually looking forward to them. So would you say that the like more um philanthropy based you know parts of your business your mentorship programs mm-hmm. and these different aspects that you've built has that been actually aiding your business yeah yeah because i have an i have a 501c3 nonprofit. so the 501c3 nonprofit, which is humble hustle foundation is completely separate from humble hustler group which is a for-profit apparel company Right. Yeah. So, and, and how has that benefited? It sounds like a finesse. I think. No, <laughs> it no, like it's no because it's kind of like you're building like like if you think of CVS Pharmacy, right? CVS Pharmacy is a for-profit company because they hold like a list of different products in that store, and people can come in and buy. Right. They also have CVS Cares, where they do nonprofit work, where they give back to the community, and they do different things to support different local local companies or different people from undeserved communities. So with Humble Hustler, what I'm building is a corporation where we have for-profit, where we have non-profit, where we have different legs, and eventually we'll have a school too called Hustle Print, you know? Mm. So what, what I'm building right now is piece by piece because I know eventually I'll develop the right team to make everything else come to happen because I'm still in the startup phase. You know, yeah. I, I've, I've attended one of your um – uh, one of like your, what do you call it? What do we call it? like a mentor, like a session? Oh, hustle print. That was hustle yeah, print. Yeah, man. And let me tell you, I was like, man, I loved it. I'm not. Yeah. Here, here's what I will say, it is like a different like form of compensation. I would say you get because mm-hmm. like when I did leave that like session with you guys and talking to the the um, the young boys about, we was talking about entrepreneurship too. Mm-hmm. By the way, we talking about real shit. Yeah. Like it was this like kind of sense of fulfillment, mm-hmm. like yeah. I did have, like it it did yeah. feel good. Yeah, I would say w- when I left, but it's just I, I respect your mindset because yeah. you know I mean even going back to your analogy, shit they built CVS cares like by the time <laughs> when they had a hundred mil in yeah. CVS, yeah. 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 So yeah. you really still prioritizing that part of the business right now very early, which just shows mm-hmm. you know like 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 you said that's just a part of like what's important to you right now. Yeah, I, no. I find that very very masculine. I find that, you know, because I think that fulfillment comes from duty because as man, you are here to serve. Mm-hmm. And I think serving others and, and really, you know, not only being involved in the community, but being a leader in the community is really huge. Yeah, man. So it is a, a, a significant return on investment when you regularly do that. No, I appreciate it. And then, too, like 
to kind of tie it back in what we was talking about earlier, like the power of branding, like all my branding just goes together. Like Humble Hustler, all, you know, highlighting the efforts. We have the apparel, Hustle Print. We help young boys develop a business from start to finish, the efforts, you know. So the Hustlers Bootcamp we have coming up, like the efforts and like reaching your fitness goal. So everything that I do is pretty much centered around the efforts, which is what Humble Hustler brand is all about. Now, you snuck that in there. Cause I, hey, bro, I had to, you <laughs> know, because I got to clip this part. You, you know what listen, I'm saying? Listen, <laughs> you snuck that in there because I really wanted to highlight that. You um, yeah. So, Hustlers Boot Camp, you had your first one. This was when I went back. Um, This was uh, in, May. in May. Yeah. And, um, man, I, I don't know why I was so excited to go. I yeah. think this is this like when Tyshawn had just introduced me to you. So, I'm like, yo, you know, I get in this, this move. I'm like, I got to support, got to support. Yeah. And when I went out there, man, let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know why I had this ridiculous notion in my head that black women don't work out. Oh, bro, they do. Oh, my. Yeah. I have, I mean, this year, by far, that's the most beautiful fit women in one place that I, ha yeah. I have seen this year, man. Yeah. And it, w it was beautiful. I mean, people were happy. People were excited. People were having a good time. People look good. You can just look at people and tell how much they invest in themselves. Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, I just think it was a really awesome experience, but I was very curious why did you decide to choose a fitness outlet to promote your brand? Man, because I told you, like, my brain is like a hamster, bro. Like, it's always just going. And I, I had this concept in my head to work with different fitness trainers from different gyms that have, like, unique kind of workouts that I see on Instagram. But instead of, like, putting together just one event with them, I wanted to find a really dope space and bring all those trainers under one space. And I knew for a fact if I... Because the strategy behind that was if I can tap into 15 different fitness trainers audience, now this audience will be exposed to my brand and then its mission. And then it's going to create some type of wave of movement. And that was the strategy. Bro, the event was off the chain. And, and, I, and man, you got so much great shit going on because you, we didn't mention this. Uh, the place that you host won your, uh, your, your guy, right, with mm -hmm. your young men. Mm -hmm. What place is that? Uh, the Russell Center, yeah. Black. 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 Yeah. And what about, what about your, your, your boot camp? The Wait. boot camp, Black, DJ, Faneo. Black. <laughs> my yeah. man is down. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, man. Like, I, 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 that's my goal is to expose my mentees and my audience to as many dope entrepreneurs and businessmen and businesswomen as possible in the city of Atlanta. Because a lot of people have heard about Faneo or they've probably, like, seen it on social, but they never went in there to actually experience it, you know? So, yeah. I'm going to definitely be up in that next one. Yo, hey, you can't. Yo, Ryan, first of, all, hold on, first of all, I'm going to be honest with you. Ryan, listen. <laughs> when he called me about this event, he told me nothing about the workout. <laughs> I still, everybody I, said that. I still like, don't even know what the hell y'all was doing. Yeah, today. bro. Everybody said but that. But he was like, yo, time. <laughs> Somebody oh else said God, that. son, these women. Yeah. Bro, I called him because he because it was like a last yeah. minute thing where he couldn't come. Yeah. I call him upon entry. Yeah, man. I'm like, bro, you sure you can't come? And see, bro, I appreciate bro because he came on time, and I was still setting up. I said, oh, shit. Bro, damn. I brought – this is the thing, too. And he had people with him. I'm like, damn, bro. Bro, I, first off, I told everybody I know to come. Yeah, that's and that's I, love, man. I, I knew I knew how it was going to be, and I especially tell him about my homeboys. I'm like, yo, Zoe, <laughs> this nigga, <laughs> he going to bring him out. I'm like, y'all right. better show up. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, it was crazy because even though as many of those people I told, actually only one of my homeboys came out and mm -hmm. five women. Five, five of my yeah. homegirls came out and enjoyed themselves. And I'm just very curious. This is kind of, you know, maybe a, a bit off topic, but 
why do you think um you know the 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 men's attendance wasn't as high as the women's? What what do you man? Because a majority of my trainers were men, so a lot of females tend to follow the majority of the trainers that I had a part of the event. Gotcha. So, and I already knew from like a brand perspective, if you get somebody with a high audience, you know, they're going to definitely come. So, I, and I'm just curious because for this event, I have more female trainers on the lineup. So I'm just curious to see what the line, what the, um, the ticket sales will look like. But overall, that was a strategy from the last one. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited yeah. about this. Next I'm one. always like testing the waters to figure out what works and what don't work. And I'm okay with taking that risk. And if I take an L, that's cool because that's one lesson I learned now on this journey to not do it again. That makes sense, so, yeah. man. I mean, it was it was more for more more for me and the guys that was there. But the thing is, man, I want I want guys to really come out to that event and represent yeah. because the ladies, <laughs> man, they had fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. They had fun, man, and uh, the, you know, all the young ladies I brought, man, they was like, look, let me know when the next one is. Yeah, uh, and a lot of them, they they didn't even know that type of environment exists. Yeah, and that's the thing. Majority of the stuff I do. It's kind of, again, they all concepts, so you don't really see them as often. You may see them, like, in another city or state or something, but I try to do things that kind of, like, in an innovative way that makes you remember. Like, even with the hustle print, like, most people you see in nonprofit, you don't really see do what I'm doing under hustle print. That's why so many of our guests, such as yourself, like, they have, like, a, a good time, and it kind of, like, makes them remember about that moment. And that's how it is with the boot camp, you know, and the same thing with any of my networking events that I put on. So, yeah. That's good branding, man. Hey, oh, great branding, man. I want to come back. I hey, definitely want to come make back. Make it happen, man. Yeah, we we, we definitely need to you do can that. You be a trainer, bro. Yo, yo, first of all, listen, I was, as soon as he said the trainer's hey. got the female followers, I was like, what's good? Hey, don't blow this man head up. Don't blow this man head up. So, so let, me, let me ask you now, as far as just even yo, the, the way, I like the way his his brain works, like Zoe's brain. Cause, see, because Zoe, he thinks in a way I, I don't think. Like mm -hmm. me, Likewise. I'm good at thinking from a, you know, a operational, uh, from an operational mindset, how to make things flow smooth, how to make things, you know, how to make things efficient. And see, that's what I right. like. I like, my, I like yeah. ideas. I, yeah. I, I, I can come up with really big ideas, you know, I can, but see you, you have a branding mind mm -hmm. because I remember I was even, you know, kicking to, to Zoda concept and I sent them the first episode. He was like, oh man, I loved it. He was like, man, but you don't understand, like that liquor bottle y'all had, which we slipping on this episode. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. liquor bottle. <laughs> He's like, yo, yo, I mean, these are branding and endorsement opportunities. Like y'all yeah. are really, like you can send this to somebody and you can actually pitch this to them to, to you know, to get, bring your viewership. Mm -hmm. to, and, and now he's got me thinking about this completely differently because again, this was a mission-based business to us. Yeah. Honestly, me and Ryan, we don't know how the hell we're going to make money doing this shit. We, we have, I'm a bit, I mean, it's kind of, it's really unbusiness-like, it's like, it's really unlike us, but we mm -hmm. haven't even thought about that, man. We really say, hey, let's take this money and invest it in, in sharing the message. Yeah, like, because you look at the verses, right, that was, became popular during the pandemic. Like, at first, it just started out with people on Instagram Live, like playing their music. And over time, you saw it growing into like a full out production. Mm. And you seen that Ciroc was on board because Ciroc knew that their audience is so high that we need to have our brand associated with this. So now you see they're in a full production set and you see the Ciroc bottle just strategically placed right there. They're not even drinking it, you know, but it's just brand awareness and product placement. Like if you look at like a lot of these different music videos, let's take Sweetie for an example, or the Migos, they have all these different big brands in there strategically placed to catch your attention. Like even Breakfast Club, um, DJ Envy, he's um, 
he's either an investor or he's the owner of a water company. And you see the water bottle strategically placed next to him on each episode of The Breakfast Club. Wow. So when I saw that liquor bottle, I was like, yo, y'all need to clip like 45 second clip, like two or three 45 second clips. Shop it to like Lafayette Rose, shop it to Great Goose, shop it to any like startup, black owned liquor brand or anybody that needs their brand awareness. You know, they'll put a bag behind it because y'all y'all cutting the cost for them to have to go out and pay ads and pay influencers to post it. So, yeah. That's a, hey. We need to be writing this shit down, bro. Right. Hey, bro. Yeah, I'm, listen, yeah, and listen. Oh yeah, we t- look. We take white owned money too. So. Hey, right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, no I'm, offense. Like we I'm, love that. Yeah, take yeah. All, money. all inclusive. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, all now inclusive. man, man and brand has um you know been around for a long time and had this relationship, this this reciprocal relationship for quite some time, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's really something that um, most people acknowledge. And you seem to have a mind to immediately recognize, you know, y- your brand. So I, I got this question for you. Where do you think brand starts? Uh, um, brand starts, I think, kind of going back to authenticity and purpose. You know, okay. um, you give like Burger King, their their brand is you can have it your way. So they have like small, medium, large. They have like dessert options. They have healthy options. They have like fattening options like you can go in yeah you know you can go in there and have it your way like that's their brand you know my brand is all things hustle you know so i feel like where branding starts is figuring out what's your purpose and what's your why and then from there you'll be able to put the marketing behind it because branding is really just the art and marketing is the science like the funnels you know the ads the social media the influencers that's the marketing piece but the first step is figuring out what is the brand you know like even like a lot of my mentees, like they come up with these real cool like logos for their company and the designs. And I'm like, that's cool. It's going to make some money. But if you in a meeting with an investor and they ask for your business plan, they're going to ask like, what is the brand, the mission? What's the, you know, the purpose? If you don't have that figured out, it's kind of like you just go be on Instagram and you're going to constantly be just changing up that logo, focusing on that. Mm. I don't know if I answered the question, but yeah. No, you did, man. Okay. You did. And um, I think that gives uh, the, the audience some clarity mm-hmm. because it's just a lot of people who are wanting to be influencers and they don't influence the person to their left and their right. Mm-mm. And they don't know where they're moving, how they're moving and why they're moving. Mm-hmm. So I think um, starting there is, is, is a good place. Yeah, man. Yeah. Influencers is somebody that can influence me to do something. Like if I'm watching your video and you're talking about, this facial cream is so amazing and yada, yada, yada. And if I believe you, then I'm going to buy it. But if it looked like an ad, like, that's not influence. You know, you just getting a check from a brand, and they're gonna not they're not going to be satisfied. You're going to be happy because you got income coming in, but it's going to be a short-lived relationship. So, yeah. And see, you got a strong why, and it's, it's, it's the right why. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you when you choose the right why, it'll take you in the right way. Yeah. But, of course, I, you know, this is my personal opinion. I think yeah. most people are choosing the wrong why, and it's taking them. Off the course. Yeah, bro, because, like, again, like, they're either living in the moment. From my experience, I can't say this to be, like, facts for everybody, but I feel like a lot of people are either living in the moment or they're getting easily influenced by what other people are doing. Like, in 2017, hustling wasn't really a big thing. Like, most people were okay with working for a company. Most people were okay with having that consistent check coming in, just the 401K and whatever. They weren't really thinking about, like working out, like working out wasn't a big thing. I remember in 2016 or uh, under or whatever, you didn't really see a lot of fitness trainers. You know what I'm saying? Like people. Agree. They <laughs> yeah. everywhere now. Everybody's yeah, everywhere. a trainer. Like, you know, so if I was like focusing on nobody is doing what I'm trying to create, I would have been stopped. But I knew I'm doing something that's authentic to me 
and I know the power of timing and consistency, bro, sky's the limit. My time is going to come, and I'm not even rushing it because I'm just, like, on God's time right now. Mm. Dang, that was kind of deep. I need Let me tell you, this, hey, you've been dropping gems <laughs> all episode <laughs> for real, <laughs> no, man. Fact. But, no, nah, yeah. man, it's just, like, again, like, because I appreciate y'all because y'all kind of created this comfortable space for me to, like, really be authentic because I really don't talk about a lot of stuff on social. So people are probably, like, curious, how does this nigga think? You know what I'm saying? So this would be good to, like, really see, like, how this come out. I mean, out. that's why we created a platform, though. Yeah. yeah. Because we, I wanted to create a platform that not only – you know, could people be able to, you know, get eyes and kind of see us a bit more. But mm-hmm. it also gave us the platform to actually communicate and give context yeah. and detail behind our thought. Yeah. Our thoughts, which the, the podcast is one of the only, you know, platforms that allows you to really, you know, really break shit down. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be dropping these, you know, 60 second how to videos. Yeah. Right. No, absolutely. Be, because also, you know, apart with brand, it has to be congruent with really who you are. Yeah. And I'm, I wasn't that corny ass, Mr. Rogers ass real estate person. I didn't want to be no guru. You know, I didn't really like the verticals that I saw everybody else taking. And even now when I'm, when we showing this, you know, like clips of the show, people are like, oh man, I can't wait to hear about you guys. Y'all know y'all gonna yep. be dropping gems on <laughs> yep. real estate. I'm like, yep. this ain't got shit to do with real estate. Right. Nothing exactly. at all. This shit is about life. Yeah. Because like, that's the, this the shit that matters. Like, I wanna talk about shit that matters to me. And the funny thing about business is that what has impacted my business the most has not really been much about business. Mm. It has been like all the intangible things I've had to learn along the journey. I said on the last episode, business has brought me close to God. (laughs) And that honestly has affected my trajectory and growth more than anything else. Like getting my spirituality, getting that shit strengthened, getting my routines strengthened, getting my mindset cleaned and cleansed, Mm -hmm. you know, to now, you know, create space for more, for for better things to Mm -hmm. now be planted inside. And like all, those are the types of things that I really want to communicate because that's really who I am. And I think my brand, when we're talking about building this brand, people, I want people to see that. I don't want people to, you know, know me as the real estate investor because the truth of it is, I mean, like I said, I got into that shit for the money. Yeah. So, and again, that's okay. Like if money is, if you're a money motivated type person, like that's okay, you know. what I'm saying I don't. I don't want to come off as if like I'm telling people but, but, not to be. But money check this motivated. out though. Okay. I'm not money motivated. Okay. Let's get this clear. I'm really not money motivated. And see, I think that, like, like I'm a long. I think long term, mm-hmm. right? So I need money to create the impact I want to create. So it's even though I started businesses with the intent to gain money, it still wasn't even about that money. Mm-hmm. That wasn't motivating me to keep going. It was about all the things that I can do with this money and all the seeds that I can plant with this money. To not, like, If it wasn't for the money, so you would not be sitting here on this platform right now. Okay. So, so see, that's what yeah. the money does. So like, even if the, the, the people that's jumping into these businesses don't feel bad, if you know you're jumping in solely for money because like you just really have to, but you got to be tapped in with you yeah correct exactly correct. that's what it is you got to be tapped in with you and know why you're doing these things and just make sure you stay true to that yeah and you're talking about you know uh evolution is what you're talking about and um so when when you got people who out there because i'm sure you, you're dealing with the, the youth mm-hmm. and you i'm sure you got a lot of people that's like yo Zoe, i love your brand i've been thinking about posting this or putting this out you know what do you say to that person who's like hey I'm not at where I think I should be at before I put out content. 
All right, hold on. Ask him one more time. I want to make sure I answer right. The per- what do you say to the person who is apprehensive mm-hmm. about publishing content because of where they're currently at in their life? Man, like, I feel like if you are focusing on just holding back fire content because you feel like it's not really who you are, is that what you're saying? No, not necessarily who they are, but let's say um, where they're at in their life. They're, they're not feel, satisfied. Like, they're not like satisfied. imposter syndrome? Not a more so an imposter syndrome, but they just don't, they're not satisfied with their current life situation, mm-hmm. but they do have some very insightful and, and value to share to the world, but they're holding off on sharing because they don't feel like they're in the right place right now. Mm. I don't got a nice enough car. Right. I don't got a nice enough house. My, you know, I'm, I, I'm not flying private jets yet, so I'm going to wait till I, I start flying private yeah. jets. I don't have a full set studio with cameras and a crew w- waiting for me to yeah. record my podcast. What do you say to those people? I mean, like, then you're not authentic. Like, if you can't really document the journey and where you're currently at and where you're looking to go, then you're just doing it for the hype. You want to be, like, completely ready and packaged to, like, roll out some fire dope shit. But you have to build an audience to get to that level. Like, like Lil Baby, like, Beyonce, Jay-Z, like, they didn't come out perfect, you know. They came out showing and documenting the journey from where it started to where they're currently at now. So they have so many people like supporting them that you can't tell them like they're not who they are because I saw this person when they didn't have anything, wow. you know, wow. um, that's how I look at it. So if that's, what's holding you back, then you're not really ready for this game. Like this is a game. You got to play ball. You know, you're not really ready for it. If you just want to come out picture perfect, you need to find like a sugar daddy, sugar mama, and just like let them put some money behind it, <laughs> you know, and like live a different life. So they really not ready, but no. it's not because, they don't got all the nice the, the nice uh, luxuries, but because their yeah. mindset is not where it's they the need mindset. To be. It's like the mindset. yeah, you got to be able to look stupid, and most people that's like one of the biggest things people like, or even myself. You know, mm-hmm. you got to be able to take risk and look dumb. Damn, Damn, that's a gem right there, though. Yeah, you know, and if you're not ready for that, then you yeah. That's why most people don't put themselves out like that. Yeah, because you can that's have. I mean, I could imagine because we we talking about some making some very bold statements. We got some uh, extremely polarizing perspectives. So I can imagine as soon as we drop that first episode, just like we're going to have people saying, I love this. Mm-hmm. We're going to have people saying, hey, I hate those guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't like nothing they put they out. They are yeah. assholes. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's definitely. Like, are y'all familiar with Kevin Samuels? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. We are. You know, he, like, he, he sure is. Hey, bro. He's, <laughs> you know, like, he's a perfect example. That's a guy that's really living his truth. Like, you don't care if you like him or not. He's yeah. just saying, like, how he feels. And it's so many people trying to bring their brother down, mm-hmm. but he has so many other people that's supporting him that he don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And you shouldn't. And if you do, I'm telling you, you got to exercise that IGAF muscle. I talk yeah. about it all the time. Because yeah. as soon as you start giving a fuck about what these people are saying, all of a sudden, now that has become a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I'm pretty sure y'all know so many people who just go through the comment section and they're just avoiding the, the, the positive ones and then looking for that one bad negative comment just to respond to you know yeah. it's kind of like you're not ready for this because you too focused on the wrong thing right now mm. it's true it's, it's, it's the same people who say shit like no I don't read personal development books I don't like all the hoopla it's yeah. like because you don't want to <laughs> yeah. hear about how you fucking up and how you need to improve you yeah. know and therapy therapy is a big thing too that helped me out because like my therapist told me she told me I suffer with imposter syndrome you know she told me that in the first four minutes of our conversation. Your therapist suffers with it. No, she told me. Wow. Yeah, bro. Like, like I signed up for therapy, and our first session, it was kind of, like, uncomfortable because I'm talking to somebody who I don't know, and she's asking me all these questions. She was like, just tell me about you. And I'm like, 
I'm ready to get this shit over with, you know? Mm. And I'm just talking and not even realizing that she's already formulating her opinion about me. Cause I'm like, why is she asking me all this shit, you know? Um, and then she was like, can I ask you a question? I'm like, yeah. She was like, do you think you suffer with imposter syndrome? Like, I almost broke. That's oh shit. How you, like, how do you know? <laughs> you know? Deep. So yeah, man. So like we went through some little exercising and stuff. And so like that has helped me on this journey with my mindset too. So let's now, let's talk about what that is though, because I want I don't want to just skip over that because yeah. some people are like oh oh, oh he fake. Yeah, so, <laughs> so what is yeah, imposter, he's an imposter syndrome? Imposter right. syndrome is basically always downplaying yourself or kind of talking yourself out of doing something because of what other people may say. And even though my brand speaks the complete opposite, I still operate like that, like behind the scenes. Like I'm always taking so many other advice, opinions, or whatever before I even do something and. When I in those moments, that has like really, really kept me back from opportunities or growing in life. So like my goal is to not try to become that person. And anytime those thoughts come, you know, because we, we're human, you know, they're naturally going to come. So anytime those thoughts come, she provided me this different exercise of like constantly like pushing affirmation out, you know, like for an example, like when somebody is saying, my brother, I'm proud of you, like you're doing some dope shit, you know, keep it up. I would be like, no, I'm proud of you. Like, you're doing some dope shit. No, you keep it up. Like, you can't I wanna, even accept the compliment. You can't even accept the compliment because mm. you don't want to come off, like, egotistical or you don't want to come off the wrong thing and you want to immediately give, like, that positive moment to somebody else, you know? So now when people say stuff like that to me, I embrace it. You damn right. You goddamn right, bitch. No, that's the type of guest we want on the right. show. Yeah. Damn it! Right. But no, that, it's, it's it's a good thing to yeah. to know that man because yeah. you you know you see these people online and you see these brands and you you start to build a caricature of this person and yeah. you you somehow get in your mind that this person is perfect and they yeah. got all the answers. But yeah. the reality of the situation is they trying to figure it out just like you, bro. Absolutely, <laughs> like everything, like. Man, yeah, trying to and constantly being sunned by people, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's something you got to be willing to take on this journey. Like, somebody who's constantly like testing your skill, testing your knowledge, don't know shit about what they're talking about, but they're in a position to tell you no. You know, like those kind of moments you just got to deal with in this game. And I think right now in 2021, this like imposter syndrome mm -hmm. is going to be common. Like, oh. let me tell you, we are going to be dealing with issues, mental health issues at an all time high that we did not have to worry about prior because social media is putting all of these brands mm -hmm. in front of people. Most of them are not real. Mm -hmm. Right. And all of this manu ma this manufactured image of mm -hmm. what people are and what people should be and what mm -hmm. people are doing and yeah. people are feeling constantly comparing themselves mm -hmm. against this thing. It's, it's even like like my young ladies, my young ladies right now growing up looking at these women with these goddamn BBLs and baby, baby <laughs> girl, listen, don't compare yourself to that. You can't do yeah. that. I yeah. don't care how long you work out in the yeah. gym, but you can't tell somebody. Well, that. Yeah, like, I yeah. mean, you, it's hard you can't do it for, for a yeah. fee. You right. can't. You, yeah. you can't. But but see that that is going to cause like true it, like everybody needs a therapist first off mm -hmm. because of the world that we moving into and the thing about it is you have to these are things that come with brand and like as you as a person not even on no business shit like you need to know your brand because you need to know knowing your brand is really knowing self mm -hmm. right it's knowing self and the more you know self the less you are now prone to compare yourself mm -hmm. to these other things, even though, like you said, naturally the human mind yeah, naturally is gonna it happen. wants to do yeah. it so bad. It yeah. wants to have something as like a uh, just like a measure. Yeah. And 
that's a dangerous thing to do. I actually ha- I appreciate you actually being open and honest about that imposter syndrome because I think a few of us have it and just don't know. Yeah. And these are some, su- some successful people, too, yeah. with especially the, the younger guys that we speak to um, who are doing very well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're getting money hand over fist, yeah. passive money. Yeah. And a lot of them express it because, we, you know, we're the, the young OGs. Yeah. And a lot of them express it as they have that same issue, man. Yeah. That no, same I, issue. It's like, very I think, common, man. I think I'm doing too. I shouldn't be doing this well. Yeah. I shouldn't be getting this much money. I shouldn't be, be having this much time freedom. Right. I don't know if it's deserving. I mean, you see people yeah. busting their ass, you know, hard working eight, nine, 10, 12 hour days. And all of a sudden, you know, now you got uh, guys, you know, in these different areas, in these different industries, you know, experiencing the success mm-hmm. to, you know, to whatever level of success, uh, to, to whatever level. And, you know, it's sometimes you may feel like, yo, I, I, I don't I don't deserve. I don't know. Yeah. if I don't know if I'm really living up to my brand. Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. Like, right. It's like it's like when the brand you you kind of uh, hold the brand to a higher regard than you hold yourself. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no, and uh, that's man, something that people listen, struggle with. Man, well, listen, I was watching TV, bro. When Whoopi Goldberg was wearing Humble Hustler on the View, wait, that, that happened? Oh yeah, that shit happened, bro. That shit happened top of the year. That's why I said like this oh, year has been nothing but blessings, you know. <laughs> yeah, bro. I like, didn't even know it. I, I feel even more blessed wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopie nah, wore like, this shit. Yo, to see it on the view, so many people were sending me so many like, yo, congratulations, dope, yada yada yada. On the back end, I'm over here stressing like, what the fuck I'm gonna do now? Like, shit, I ain't got enough inventory for this shit. Yeah, you know what right, I'm saying? Like, right. I ain't even want to <laughs> post because I'm like, I don't want to come off too cocky. Like, yeah, bitch, I done made it, you know. But I need to like, re- my mind was just all crazy, bro. Mm. It was crazy. Like, I think I had talked to you about it not too long ago. Like, a few months ago. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yo. You yeah. need to turn into the cocky hustler, son. <laughs> All this damn humble hustler shit, son. Yeah, yo. man. Own that. <laughs> Own that. But, man, it's, yo, it's like um, I, I learned a lot, man. And I, could, I continue mm-hmm. to learn a, a lot from you. And, um, you know, even from, from just speaking to you and kind of getting your game on brand in general, you know, it's one thing I walked away with that was um, – Big, and I don't even think you said this, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in particular, but this is especially as a re- re- you know, regards to business and a lot of what we're doing here and, you know, growing these brands. In, in some instances, man, brand can even, like, be more important than the product, like really building a strong, stable brand. And, uh, man, I'm, I, I'm actually blessed to have you, you know, in my back pocket because, you know, <laughs> you're going to be getting some, you know, my, some 12 a.m. calls from me. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we, we yeah. I've already got some people who I want to be connected to to get them on the show. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And then, like, my goal, too, this year is, like, to continue to celebrate those small wins. Like, because sometimes we get so caught up in the hustle that we're just so focused on what's next, what's next, what's next, you know, that you have to look at six months, what all you've accomplished, and celebrate those moments. You know, otherwise, you're going to get burnt out. Man, that's yeah. a fact. Yeah. That's a fact, man. Listen, I... We, we, we probably going to have to go about doing this again, man. This was so good, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, man, listen, the brand was represented extremely well today, no, man. I appreciate for, that, bro. For sure, man. I learned a lot. And um, I'm very excited to uh, see what you got coming in store, man. Yeah, no, man. You know, yeah. one thing I can say about this guy, though, here's what I would say, which is a huge compliment in today's age. Yeah. You are exactly who I thought you were. Yeah. I, I appreciate that, bro. Like, that means a lot because that lets me know that what I'm doing and how I'm operating – it's received well, and it's not received like in the wrong way. So it's working, man. Your brand is is, is present, yeah. Yeah. and you know even if you, when you not, it's present, man. Yeah. And um, yeah, hell, hell of a job. No, I appreciate that, bro. So talk to the listeners, man. Let them know how they can contact 
Zoe the Humble Hustler, man. Man, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Who is Zoe? That's W-H-O-I-S-Z-O. Everything yes. else is all thing Humble Hustler. Visit the website, HumbleHustler.com. Uh, the boot camp, what is that? Uh, the boot camp is November 6th. Uh, at Fineo Fitness, right up the street from 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock. So we're going to announce everything October 15th, and the tickets will go live on October 16th. And it has been officially made the decision that I will be the, <laughs> the, the official Absolutely. mannequin of <laughs> Humble Hustler with the way I'm rocking this shirt right now. Go hey, cop you one of these. Bro. And a DM for them in November, too. you can also cop the merch in Foot Locker, Atlanta. Ooh, yo, how did we miss that? Oh, no, you fucked I, I didn't even talk about it, so it's cool. Man, we got, man. Wait, wait, talk, talking about yeah, that. Yes, no, we got to have yeah, man. Go yeah. ahead and spit on Foot Locker, that. Major boy, retailer. Launching the major retailers. Tell yeah, me about bro, that. Like, one. I'm tapping into the retail space and I'm taking a risk on this, but it's been rewarding and, like, the, the journey is crazy. But, yeah, man, like, my product officially launched in Foot Locker uh, November, I think, November 4th or 5th. And you can get it online, too, as well. So, super That's excited about that. Congrats. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, bro. Damn, That's what man. I say, bro. The hustle. The effort is not always seen. The effort the is effort. not always the seen, man. Get, gotta, that shit, get that yeah. shit tatted. I got to one-up these cats. I want to need my shit signed. If everybody, if everybody else can be able to buy theirs at Foot Locker, you got to yeah, sign man. my joint, man. No, nah, absolutely, man. Like, it was dope. Yeah, bro. Facts, man. Listen, it, it was a blessing having you on the show, man. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Fellas watching, go ahead. You know what to do, baby. Subscribe. Comment. Share. My boy got so many cameras. In. I don't know which one to look at. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Like, hey, we on the come up too, man. Yeah. Oh, we on the come up. Bring up, man. Come out of here, bro. Listen, we on the we definitely on the come up, man. But yeah. listen, I, I I enjoyed you guys. Make sure you tune in next episode of Harley Initiated. We is out. Yes, sir. Sure.